This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. It's time for BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker, breaking down all the betting angles you need to put money in your wallet. I'm on the San Francisco Giants as a plus 140 dog at San Diego, going up against a lefty there. His rough drives it into center field. Mateo back at the wall. He leaps. It's off his glove and out of here. Darren Ruff does it again, but he does it the hard way. Well, Mateo gets a little bit of an assist, or at least he should. On the BetQL Audio Network. It's a three-man weave Thursday on day one of the Masters here on BetQL Daily. I'm Joe Ostrowski with Ryan Horvat and Ross Tucker. Our guest today, Eric Patterson, will drop by in about 20 minutes. Uh, tell us what he's seeing so far over at the Masters, how the course is playing as opposed to what we saw in November. Anthony Amico, a pro sports better, here to talk about the NFL draft. Tony Gwynn Jr., an Odyssey Sports insider, discussing the first week in Major League Baseball. We've got Jake Hassan, Dylan Burns, Jake Galley also working on the show. And I guess, Eli, uh, we are on Twitter at BetQL Daily. At BetQL Daily, the show airs live weekdays, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the BetQL Audio Network. Download the free Odyssey app. That's how you can watch, listen, and subscribe to the BetQL Daily Podcast. Also, live video stream on the Odyssey Sports YouTube page. And we are airing live on 1430 The Bet in Denver, 105.9 FM HD2 in Chicago, Chicago's new home for wagertainment, and 93.1 HD3 in Los Angeles. I don't know if there's uh, too much to take away from so far with the early part of the Masters, but uh, full slate of sports yesterday, fellas, uh, with Major League Baseball. Most of that happening in the afternoon. NBA was on in the background, but I got to tell you, it, it was all about prepping, making sure I wasn't missing any bets, getting in my final wagers uh, for the Masters between one and done, outrights, top five, top ten, different matchups, all sorts of different props I was playing. How about you, Horvath? Did you get all your bets in? I did. Yeah. Way too many. I think I counted uh, way too many yesterday when we left, when we got off the air, I think I had four. I had one outright. I had um, John Rahm as an outright. I added JT yesterday and then I played uh, oh, a couple Jesus. of tens, top 20s. I only played one matchup where you hey, hold, hold on a second. Hold on a second. How many golfers did you bet on in the top five? 
as far as odds. Top five, none. You just said Rom and JT. Oh, you those are outrights I played though. I was talking. I know. Okay, so yeah, no, no, no. Okay, so just just those two right there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So how many how many outrights did you make? Two or three? Just two outrights. I just went just with Rom, and then I did add JT because if JT wins this weekend, I want to be on that side. I don't want to. And I almost, I've been going back and forth on Bryson too, but I'm going to leave that one alone because I went all in on Bryson last year and it was a disaster. But I have had people texting, messaging, and then calling into the radio show this morning that love Bryson. Everybody's an expert this time of year, but I'm going to stay away from him. Can't bet everyone. have to take some stances. I need to have time to get a uh, Millie Maker DFS lineup in like I usually do at the Masters. Ross, did you make a pick? We, uh, We had our say yesterday on the show as we were trying to figure out who's going to win this masters uh no i don't i don't do an outright um unless i would have taken jordan spieth like in january when he was 50 to 1 like i'm not taking him now when Mm -hmm. he's 12 to 1 i will say this though guys i like to come on and provide information by the way I, i got a bunch of things we could talk about in general and in particular i love eli i mean i love joe you slipped in there uh I think Eli is on the show. You you kind of slid it's, that in there. I I I noticed that. What does that even mean? I um let's say it's been a rough morning dealing with Eli. And that happens from time to time. In fact, on the rundown, I crossed his name off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let me like. let me ask you guys this. Cause yeah. I'm gonna keep it, I'm gonna keep it on task, even though I have a couple of things that could steer us in different directions. I've told you guys this before that I have access to like the the back end of um, a particular sports book. Right, right. What what golfer do you think got the pers- the biggest percentage of the handle for Masters to win the Masters outright? Okay, so this came up on the show yesterday, and Eli believes that the most public bet is John Rahm. And I was saying there is no way it's Rom. It's got to be Jordan Spieth. What do you think, Horvat? I think is it. I want to go. It's either Jordan Spieth or I could see DJ still. I could see Dustin Johnson getting a lot of love, but I'm going to go with Spieth as well. So Eli said John Rom. Yes. Yeah. More like John Wrong, Eli. Okay. <laughs> He's fifth. He's fifth in terms of both handle and bets. The number one guy for both handle and bets, Jordan Spieth. That's right. 12% of the handle, 9% of the bets at this book. Uh, Number two, Justin Thomas. 11% of the handle, 8% of the bets. Number three is DeChambeau. What's interesting about DeChambeau, 9% of the handle, but only 5% of the bets. So there's a lot of guys that have 5% of the bets. So there's not as many bets on DeChambeau, but people are putting big money on DeChambeau at uh, plus 1050. Dustin Johnson's fourth. He's both 6% of the handle and 6% of the bets. And then John Wrong, uh, Eli's pick, is 5% for both. Same with Morikawa. Same with Brooks Kepka, which seems like just burning your money. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, can you imagine if Kepka like coming off the surgery one? I mean, that that's just unlike. I, I love Kepka. I hope he does. He's but a that, machine. that just seems unlikely. So as a fan of golf, 
I know the best outcome for the sport would be Jordan Spieth winning. And I'm a fan of Spieth, especially when he was making his run a few years ago. I, I was like, man, this, this guy's amazing, and he's going to be doing this for at least the next 20 years. However, I have no bet on Spieth. I refuse to buy in as he went on his run, started his run a couple of months ago, and the number went from 60 to 50 to 25. And now we sit here at about 10 to 1 at most sports books. I would be so upset if Spieth won, even though I know it would be best for the sport because I missed out on the number. I didn't see this happening. I thought it was a bit of a mirage, and there was no way it was going to lead up all the way to the Masters. But here we sit coming off his win last week. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So that's interesting that you, you even though it would be best for the sport, you want to spite root against Jordan Speed <laughs> yep. because yeah. you didn't get the number. Yeah, that's interesting. And I know you're Ryan. Are you a big golf guy? I know Joe's really into it. Yeah, I'm really into it as well. Yeah. Okay, so Dan Orlovsky. Oh boy, <laughs> from ESPN. Yeah, he's a buddy of mine. Yeah, he tweeted this morning that this is the best Thursday of the year. No, I no, just... the best Thursday of the year. What? I mean. I can, I can, without yeah. any hesitation, I can name four better Thursdays. What, Ryan, let's see if you guys can pick them off. Ryan and oh. Joe, go back and forth. Four better Easy. Thursdays in my mind. So the opening day of the NCAA tournament, I mean, this year a little bit different, obviously, with the first four. But for me, yeah. honestly, it's that first Thursday night NFL game because I know what's to come. I know in two days I'm going to be on my couch. Hey, he said one. You can't yeah, just Ryan, come out on, there. dude. We're going back and forth. You just took two of them. <laughs> Ryan Joe. took two of them. So you get – and that was two of them, Ryan. So you get two now, Joe. NFL draft is always a Thursday. Yeah, first round of the NFL draft. Uh, last op- Last week, opening day was Thursday. So I'll throw that in there. That's not one of mine because I don't know if that's typical. Right, it's not. The other one I was going with is Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. It's kind of Thanksgiving, and there's three (laughs) NFL games. He he likes – I mean, I I was going at him on Twitter. The first round of the Masters? No. Over the first round of the NFL freaking draft? Like, I think the Masters is awesome. I've been to the Masters. Can we be realistic that it doesn't really get juicy until the back nine on Sunday? Sunday. That's when it's like that. Yes. So to say it's the best Thursday of the year is just asinine by my guy Orlovsky. I'm glad you guys have my back. 
because you just named four days. Is is baseball opening day always a Thursday? No, it's not, but it's just fresh in my mind because it occurred last week on Thursday. I I think they're trying to do the April one thing moving forward, but it was uh it just happened. So I'm like, yeah, that's that's one of them. Man, Orlovsky. What, what a bad take. Her, what a bad Herbie, take. Herbie got so mad at him the other day. <laughs> For the Justin Fields thing. Yes. Yes. I didn't have right. a big problem with that. If that's what he's hearing, like he's report we hear people report that all the time, some insiders. Now you can't reveal like reveal your sources. You can't reveal your sources, but I don't think he he picked it out of thin air. Well, no, but here's the thing. First of all, he was asked. Why is Justin Fields right. no longer the second-ranked quarterback? Why does it feel like he's falling? He's like, well, I don't know, but I've heard that he's a last guy in, first guy out type, blah, blah, blah. He's heard that from multiple teams. Yeah. But what's we- what I don't understand is you're not allowed to say that, supposedly, without like verifying it or you should check with Ohio State about that, as if Ohio State is going to come on the record and be like, yeah, our quarterback's a lazy piece of crap. Thanks. Yes, like they're not going to say that. I mean, come on. But why are people like I live in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, right? That's where Micah Parsons is from. He's going to be, he might be a top 10 pick. Everything I've read has talked about the character concerns, off field issues from Micah Parsons. Mm -hmm. These people writing that, they don't know that. They've been told that by teams. What's the difference? What's the difference between saying teams have told me he's got some off the field issues? And by the way, I know Micah and I know what the issues are. And I'm worried, but like, what's the difference between writing that and I see it on the athletic and I see here and there and there, like all these different websites? What's the difference between that and what Orlovsky did? It's the same thing. You are passing along information you've heard regarding a prospect, or you are being used, which happens in this business. And hello, we are in the thick of lying season in the NFL. Don't believe most of what you hear or, or some of the tweets that you see out there. They're getting a lot of times they're getting that information from teams for a specific reason, hoping a player will fall to them in the draft. It's funny that you bring up Ohio State. Like, obviously, they're not going to come out and say, yeah, the guy, you know, he's late to the weight room and then he just leaves early. But didn't Jim Mora pretty much do that with Josh Rosen a couple of years back when he was coming out like, I don't, I don't think he's really ready for this. I don't think he's ready for the NFL. Yeah. No, you know what he said? It, it was like, it was like, you know, when he really wants it, when he really, when he really focuses, he can really be special. Well, read between the lines. Yeah. What does that mean? That means that there are times where he doesn't really want it, doesn't really focus. So I will say this though, Joe, mm-hmm. I don't really believe, like, I don't believe the Atlanta Falcons were going to take Justin Fields at four or the Detroit Lions at seven. And all of a sudden, they see a quote from Dan Orlovsky and they're like, oh my gosh, somebody told Dan Orlovsky he's late. Like, that's not going to affect their board. If anything, maybe they'll make a couple more calls and be like, what is his work ethic like? But they're not going to, they're, they're not going to really, a guy doesn't really drop down the board because of any of these unnamed sources, unless it's medical and unless it's true, or unless during the first round, pictures are posted of him smoking weed out of a bong with a get with a mask on. <laughs> okay, like that's that's a little bit different than yeah. you know one analyst saying this is what I heard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I'm on the same page with you. I'm like, he was asked a direct question: Why is he falling? 
and he answered it. And they're probably going to go in the top four in some order. I don't know that it's going to be Atlanta number four overall, but man, yeah, San Francisco making that move. I know you were uh, probably on the road, Ross, and your phone was blowing up uh, last week when that trade went down. I mean, they are locked in. Do you think it's Mac? Seems like it's Mac Jones. I, 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 they say they haven't totally decided, but it's hard to believe that they would move up without having a real good idea of who they want. And the Mac Jones thing is interesting because it just seems like his skill set is something you could get in the second or third round of other drafts, you know? I mean, he's he's just not physically impressive. But then again, it, it just but it, it just seems like a lot to give up to get a guy who doesn't have really any any overly impressive physical characteristics. Yeah, we've seen it. If you make that move, it could set the franchise back. And you're making that move because they're ready to win right now. So let's build around that quarterback. But they're saying whatever that he's not coming in day one anyways. Yeah, it's wild how fluid this is with the draft. Because just a few weeks ago, Ross, we were talking about uh, people in the know saying that Mac Jones could fall over 20 or he could fall into the second round. And because he's that quarterback, he, he's probably going to go number three overall, at least in the top 10. Mac and, Jones yeah. looks like he should be starting the first round of the Masters today, not playing right. NFL quarterback. Right. <laughs> so you would not take him, basically. I don't care if he fits what your system or whatever. Or you think he's a prototype? No. I'm, uh, I would I mean, not I go think he'll, you know, you know who he reminds me of? He reminds me of, like, Matt Schaub. Like, I, I think he'll That's, do well for the Niners. I just – do you really want to trade that much to get a mm -hmm. guy that you think will might be like Matt Schaub? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. That's Ross Tucker. I'm Joe Ostrowski. Ryan Horvat here as well. we got the three-man weave working here on BetQL Daily. Coming up next, we'll talk some Masters with Eric Patterson, golf writer for the Score Bet. You're locked into the BetQL Audio Network.